Welcome to the Pick Up Korea podcast, and today I'm here with a very special guest who we shall call Hyunnim, which is big brother in Korean. And he's been in Korea for around 11 years or a little more. And uh, he's actually in his 50s, yet he's one of these guys that, you know, I meet a lot of older guys here in Korea and they're, you know, either they're just at home alone or they're just stuck with, you know, they're stuck with very unattractive women and they're kind of like, they're in the mindset that their dating life is over and uh, they're not really living their life anymore, it almost feels like, right? And so I thought it'd be very useful to have uh, Hyung on the podcast and share some of his insights, his experiences uh, being in Korea over 11 years and sort of his perspective, you know, dating and approaching in Korea. All right, so first of all, I want to ask you uh, initially, why did you come to Korea? And what are some differences, you know, in the dating scene or even living here that you've noticed between other places that you lived and uh, other places you travel? Because I know that you travel a lot. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I came, I decided to come to Korea. Well, it basically stems from the fact that I missed Asia because uh, about uh, like in the late 90s, I was living in Japan for four years and uh, teaching English there for the JET program. And uh, it, was, uh, it was a great, great time. Uh, after that four years, though, I went back to Canada and I worked and lived uh, there for five and a half years as a public school teacher. Uh, but a lot of that was substitute teaching and the job situation was, was not good. And also, the whole entire time I was back in Canada, I always had this gnawing uh, desire to just be living abroad again. I, I missed it. and. I couldn't even articulate it to myself at the time, but now in hindsight, it, it's it was the it's the lifestyle, and so basically, long story short, I procrastinated for actually about a year because it was still kind of you know you get comfortable a bit back where you are, and uh, but I, find, I just wasn't happy, uh, and I just uh, I just said I chose Korea. Actually, I was thinking between Korea, Taiwan. And Japan again, but I was a little, I was tired of Japan, even though I had a good time and everything. I just wanted something different. And I was also looking at uh, getting uh, university teaching jobs. And I was trying to get these different jobs in the different countries online, and it just wasn't happening. And I was living in Vancouver uh, at the time, and it was there that I dated my first Korean girl ever. And then I, it was basically, she was, we were not dating when I went came here, but she was the catalyst that, you know, I just was smitten with uh, the beauty of Korean women, you know. And it wasn't the only reason to come to Korea. It was also things like uh, the pay was 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 good. Japan was good too, but Japan was harder than um, uh, to get the kind of job I wanted than I thought Korea would be. There was Taiwan, but Taiwan turned out to have a shitty kind of salary and system no pension stuff like that so i missed asian and korea had the best sort of setup for me financially that i hope to acquire and then i came here i worked for a year in daejeon in a Taiwan, and then i worked my butt off trying to get a university job and i finally got one all right cool so we got a good idea of your background context why you came to korea and sort of what led your uh you know you to come here 
What are the main differences you notice here, uh, you know, between here, maybe Canada, Japan, Southeast Asia, all these places you live and travel? What would you say are like the, you know, the differences that really stick out to you and to pr probably anybody else who, you know, travels or lives in these other countries as well? Okay, well, I guess I'll compare back to Canada first. So Western country, obviously. Um, of course, bear, bear in mind this is uh, when, you know, this is a long time ago because <laughs> I'm no spring chicken, but uh, uh, so, you know, a lot has changed, but at the same time, maybe not changed. So I guess in terms of when I was young in Canada, I did, I had no problem, you know, ever having a girlfriend or, or, or getting bangs. Like, like the, you know, the nines and tens are always hard anywhere at any time. And, uh, but, um, I had a good social circle and, and, uh, you know, I played, I played a high level of ice hockey and that really helped a lot. And I was always in, well, I should say good shape, but then I was doing drugs and that too. So I wasn't in the best shape, but anyways, uh, with Western girls, um, you know, a lot of times when they're, you know, what can I say? Like, they're pretty straight in your face about things, whether they like you or they don't like you. So the thing is, you know where you stand. And uh, so that's a big thing there. And then just uh, my time in Japan, uh, well, you know, uh, still quite a bit younger then. And uh, the, the girls, of course, could be quite shy, but this was in the 90s and I was still going out to clubs and, and partying a lot in that. And uh, it, it was definitely at that time uh, easier than uh, my time in Korea. Um, I did not do a day game at that time. I, you know, the listeners have to bear in mind there there was no term called game when you're talking about a guy my age. There, there was there was not there was absolutely nothing to help young men. Uh, attract and pick up women. There, there, there literally was nothing. You know, uh, the internet was just, just in its uh, baby phases. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'm talking before the internet time. So some stuff started to creep in on the internet, but really, you know, compared to now, nothing. No YouTube videos, nothing. Anyways, Japanese girls basically in clubs and that, if, if, if they were in party mode and, uh, you know, you were in party mode, it was it was very easy to just caveman them out of the club, bounce them to a convenience store, um, like during the night and, you know, quickly bang them like a one night stand. That was super easy at that time for me anyway. In, in, um, anyway, okay, I'll jump to Korea. And again, bear in mind, I did not do day games at that time. All I did was go to clubs, party and get wasted, drunk and pull girls home. Uh, in Korea, um, well, coming here 11 years ago, uh, I will say one thing about Japan, when occasionally, like during the day or early evening or something, like Japanese girls can be quite skittish too, mm -hmm. like outside of the club, you know, in the initial approach. So I think that transitioning now to Korea where that's definitely the big thing about here I find. Um, uh, not not that I've been approaching a lot the last couple of years really be I have a here and there because once I get a couple of good regs um, 
I'm happy. And then the occasional bang. Um, like yesterday. Like, yes, <laughs> like yesterday with a girl 32 years younger than me. Mm -hmm. So, and a good looking one at that. Uh, there's my little self plug. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, it seems like, I can't say, you know, of course, every guy gets blowouts and I've gotten blowouts here of two, of course. I, I can't say most, most of the time it, I don't get harsh blowouts or anything, but it's just, uh, girls are, you know, hesitant and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, they're, they're. They're, I don't know if it's suspicious, but they're just, they're just not used to strangers coming up and talking to them, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, sort of emotionally reserved or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, reserved, reserved is the word I was yeah. looking for. Mm -hmm. And uh, a weakness that I really have on uh, approaches um, is that I'm, I'm way too, uh, I mean, I've gotten better, but I'm often way too affected by that initial reaction. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, and I know that stems some issue within myself, but, oh, you know, it just this means like, well, I'm making her uncomfortable and all, oh, you know, and, and that's a lot of times I screw up my own approaches. But I think that's a big thing here in Korea. And, uh, you know, just the fact that Koreans worry so much about what other Koreans think of them. So sometimes you, you don't even know if, I mean, things are changing, I realize. So that's something you might want to elaborate on more. Uh, but girls are a lot, you know, immatures, everything. People are way, way, way more concerned than anywhere else I've ever been uh, about the judgment of others. So so just that, that, that mindset within the culture obviously makes pick up your, uh, you know, more challenging than, say, a place like Southeast, East Asia, mm -hmm. the Philippines, Thailand, Cambodia, whatever. I mean, there it's just. Uh -huh. uh, what, what is it like approaching there? Well, mm -hmm. look, you don't even you don't have to even be at all attractive, right? And and you can do very well, but but if yeah. you have some game, yeah, like if you if you have really good, you don't need it. Uh, but it's, I mean, yeah, the thing is, in in a place like Southeast. East Asia, you don't need it if you don't care about just transactionally based attraction. Mm. Like that's my personal thing mm -hmm. that I think. You may disagree, but like, so you can be the most hideous, disgusting looking old guy in the world and you can get young, pretty women, but those women, you know, like, okay, what can I get from this guy? What's he going to buy me? Blah, 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 blah. They got their own hustle going. Sure. But that, that's my opinion and i and, and i've experienced i've seen and not experienced it personally because i don't look like those guys my age i'm in very very fit as you know and and uh and i have a degree of game where you know i can make i i want to have a sense that the girl genuinely likes me okay you know but anyways okay it's just i mean come on yeah it's a joke day and night difference okay yeah. okay cool so what i'm really curious is what is it like to game as an older guy, you know, here in Korea? Because I'm in my 30s, you're in your 50s, so I'm actually genuinely curious and interested in what are the differences that you notice as you approach girls here in Korea, you go on these dates, you text them. What do you, you know, what are some things, maybe they ask you like how old you are, or maybe you notice, you know, different kind of reactions that you noticed 
you didn't have when you were younger. So I'm just really curious the differences and what um, maybe you can enlighten us on that, right? Okay, well, in regards to that, the first thing that I need, that I will say is when I approach any girl here uh, or anywhere for that matter, they, but let's say here in Korea, obviously they, they don't know uh, my exact age. Having said that, they also don't know, they also know I'm not 25, right? So um, definitely I'm in the older guy category. Uh, uh, so what's it like approaching girls as an, uh, approaching and dating? Yeah, so like approaching girls, um, you know, I, I surprisingly, I, I do not get asked how old I am very rarely uh, during an approach, right, right on an approach, but uh, it does happen occasionally, not every time. Having said that, at some point, the girl's going to ask how old I am. It, 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 it'll happen either during uh, uh, the texting, like within the next day or couple of days, or it will happen uh, on the D2. Um, sometimes if I don't if I don't uh, close on a D2, then, and if I'm able to get her out again, then it will probably happen around that time. Um, but if, if a girl asks me on text, all I ever, I'll just say something like, and I got this from somebody else, it wasn't my thing, but I'll just, sometimes I'll say, well, I'm old enough to drink, ha ha, you know, and then if they push, uh, I'll just say, I'll tell you when, I'll tell you when we meet up, like I'll tell you, I'll tell you when I see you next time, right? Cool. And yeah. you hold uh, your frame, yep. kind of deflect it. I do. It's basic. Most of the time, I just say, "I'll tell you when I see you," because the whole thing is, you don't want to get caught into a, a like a, especially on texting, right? Uh, Logical you, exchange. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and you want to you as as you as after taking your program and you well well taught me, you know, you want to get that. You just want to get the neatest soon as possible and get her out so I, I deflect if it's on text and then uh, when I meet her for the D2 or whatever and then if if they if they ask me uh, I tend to uh, deflect again uh, so it, it actually works really well for me most of the time like my ultimate goal is not address that again until after I close her but it, but it's not always possible. So, um, what I, if they really, really push, what I say is, I go, well, you know, I'm, I'm over for, I'm over forty, which is true. It's not a lie. I'm over forty, but you know, it's just something. I'm over forty, but my heart is twenty-five. Ha ha ha. And honestly, if we're vibing good and everything, it, it, it doesn't. It, I, I swear to God, it does not come up. Uh, for a long time, or or make them up after I bang her. Um, now, oh, yesterday's girl, did it come up at all? Uh, no, no, uh, did it? No, it hasn't come up yet with her, and okay. that was a D two bang. Okay. Nice, uh, and nice. She knows, like, like she, like she doesn't know how old I am, but she just made a. Her her comment was like, uh, she said something like, you know, it was a nice compliment. She said, "Oh, you're not like most. You're not like most older guys." Like she's like 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 she meant like, you know like, like she doesn't know how old I am. I, I'm sure she figures I'm in my forties, you know, because I can usually girls think I'm in my forties, but 
she's just like, oh, you're not like most other guys. And I go, what, what do you mean? She, she meant sort of with vibe and the way I talk and stuff too. But obviously being fit, I think helps. She didn't, she did not mention being fit, but I, I think the whole vibe. Uh, anyways, but have it now, have I ever had uh, a girl just even suspect I'm a certain age and, and, and not want to date me? Yeah, it's happened. Not as much as you expect, but it has happened. I told one girl once about, this was about five years ago, mm-hmm. I told her directly during the D2 that this is the worst I've ever had it. And she, <laughs> she, she, she got up, like she was pissed off. And she got up and left a Korean chick. But, I told her your exact age yeah, or something? Oh, yeah. yeah, and she was pissed off. And, and like she, she said, oh, I thought you were younger. And no, you should have told me and like, and I said, well, you know, it didn't come up and blah, blah, blah. But that was the worst reaction I ever got. But usually I never tell girls my real age, except only if what I call them, they become a special reg. It's just what I call to myself, a girl that I want to spend, you know, I see myself spending more than at least a year, more than a year, maybe two, three years at least with her or something. I'll often tell them, but it will be after, and I've done that after the close and the relationships progress maybe a few weeks or even a month or more, and I've never had a girl run away yet. I know you're in your 50s and everything, but you know you still keep yourself very presentable, your uh, SMV sexual market value is still very high, and this isn't a coincidence, it's due to a lot of the habits that you form, right? Your eating, your diet, your exercise. I ran into you at the gym the other day, and um, you know, maybe you have a skincare routine or you know anything along those lines. I'm sure that people would be really interested to hear how you keep yourself in such good shape and so presentable, right? All right, uh, it's really simple, although a lot harder to do. But it's just the basics, uh, really. So for for diet, uh, I do eat a very clean diet 90% of the time. So, uh, you know, I'll cook at home. I have chick- chicken breast with no skin, uh, potatoes, but I don't, I don't put uh, a lot of, uh, you know, sour cream on it or anything, but may- maybe a little, like whatever, lots of fruit and vegetables. I eat, I eat lot, you know, fish salmon uh i drink a you know like at least three liters of water a day uh you know some days less but usually that uh i mean what you know what about the diet what what other things do i eat i mean i'll eat pasta and uh uh just just all the basic food groups basically right uh, uh whole wheat bread instead of white bread uh i i cook brown rice at home a lot of whole foods basically, yeah right, yeah it's really as far as diet goes just the basics mm-hmm. fruit and vegetables whole foods uh i try to stay away not a not a lot of overly packaged processed stuff mm-hmm. you know um but, but having said that, like I said, the sort of 90-10 rule, like, look, you got to live life too. You, you, like, there's going to be guys listening to this and going, well, you know, who cares? Like, if I don't care if I'm a little bit overweight or whatever, when I'm older or even now, you know, I want to enjoy a pizza or going out to Burger King or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I Like, I love chocolate. I love pizza. But I just, 
I just basically keep it at sort of like, you know, nine, 90% of the time I'm eating really clean and healthy. Mm-hmm. And then the other 10% I'll splurge here and there. Mm-hmm. You got to enjoy life. Okay. And then just, uh, the gym though, I'm very, I am very dedicated. I, I go five times a week religiously mm. for, for like since, since my, uh, late twenties, uh, when I was younger, I played hockey, but I also had uh, some issues with drug use, uh, cocaine use. And, uh, and I didn't exercise other than playing high. Well, I, I was a good hockey player, but at the same time, I don't know how I did it because I was such a mess in certain ways, but I was young too. So, uh, but anyway, since that time, when I got off away from some bad habits, uh, I just go to the gym five times a week. I, run on the treadmill about 30 to 40 minutes every time. And then I weight train for about an hour mm. and I stretch and, uh, I do, you know, abs and stuff, but you know, it's hard. It's hard for me too, but for me personally, it, it's an outlet. Mm-hmm. I like it, but I'm not going to lie to It gives me a younger appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel better. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's all that psychological too. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And, and it definitely makes me feel more uh, confident when I'm dating much younger women. I will not say approaching because even if I was 22 and super fit or what, it, it, I, I have bad approach anxiety, but not to go on the tangent, but still just to feel entitled enough to a woman like yesterday, I closed a very attractive 23 year old Korean girl and just to feel entitled to that in my mind uh, being very fit uh, just helps with that Mm -hmm. but I but I will say that you know just to encourage any other guy look if you hate going to the gym you're not going to go to the gym and you're not going to stick with it fuck it I have a very good friend of mine lives in Canada the same age as me he he was like 85 or almost 100 pounds overweight he was your typical 40 something like suburban dad big Mm -hmm. gut everything and uh basically his doctor warned him if he didn't start taking better care of his health and lose weight he wouldn't live too long Mm -hmm. long story short he got into tennis he loves tennis Mm -hmm. indoor in the winter outdoor in the summer he he plays uh at least three times a week he lost 100 pounds he he looks great and he's just into some kind of activity that he enjoys. Yeah, that's important, I think. And what about skincare for you, per se? Uh, I'm curious about that, too. Forgot about that uh, part of the question. Yeah, you know, again, it's just the basics. Uh, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I don't mind saying I'm in my mid-50s, okay? So I'm not just, just 50, but, uh, <laughs> oh, I miss those good old days. <laughs> but... You know, some aging is going to start. You can't avoid it, right? It's just like I look at pictures of me 20 years ago. Holy shit. Oh God, I look great, <laughs> right? But uh, um, but compared to most guys, most men my age, yeah, my skin is in good shape. It's just the number one thing, guys, you, you, you can't fry it in the sun. Like, I know that sucks to hear that. I mean, who like putting on sunblock, I hate putting that shit on. But it's just a fact. If you boil your skin in the sun for... 20 years or whatever, 30 years, when you start getting older, it's going to really show. It's going to crack, yeah. And the reason I didn't do that a lot when I was young was, wasn't, wasn't because I cared about how looking younger when I was older is because I got, I get sunburned so easily. Mm -hmm. So I was fortunate that way. Like I just, I just get 
so sunburned. I either have to cake on the sunblock or just avoid the sun. So, but that's benefited me as I've gotten older. Mm -hmm. And then, and then uh, for the last 20 plus years, or whatever, you just, you wash your, you take a shower, you never put soap in your face, you wash with a mild uh, facial cleanser. Like a foaming cleanser type yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Great, good, Brian. You, you, you exfol I exfoliate once a week. You can do okay. it once or twice. My skin's very sensitive and dries out easy. So, exfoliating, mm -hmm. getting rid of the dead skin cells is mm -hmm. critical for good skin care. Mm -hmm. And then I just every single friggin' day, uh, except during really humid weather, you don't really mm -hmm. need to moisturize your skin okay, unless so like lotion, lotion, right? Answer, yeah. Unless you're always in an air-conditioned place. Sure, but. Pretty much all year round, I use I, I use a jet, uh, a moisturizer that clicks with my skin. I use a Clinique for men okay. because it doesn't. A lot of moisturizers uh, make uh, my skin reacts to them. It gets all red, so it's not reacting well. But mm -hmm. Clinique uh, moisturizer for men just goes really well. It doesn't irritate my skin. Yeah, and it's only in most department stores too in Korea. So right, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. I mean, there's lots. Like basically, you you can get like the the uh, Facial cleanser, I just get it at uh, Daiso. It works good okay. for me. Mm -hmm. It's it's skincare is not expensive. Yeah. And the Clinique is about like sixty bucks for the bottle, but it lasts for friggin' ever. Right. Exactly. And and then basically just yeah, uh, gentle cleansing, exfoliate, moisturize every day, and don't fry your skin in the sun. And things like smoking heavily or drinking excessively is obviously not going to help you look any younger, mm -hmm. right? All right, so I am very curious about a typical first date you go on because I remember a long time ago we talked about this and you took my program, we went through the date module, and I remember that uh, you don't usually go out for dinner. It's mostly like a coffee or maybe like one drink. So maybe you can tell the listeners about how you run your normal first dates. Okay, yeah, my first dates are really basic, uh, probably... Uh, just a bit out of laziness. Uh, I don't want to have to think about them too much, really. But but albeit you you need to put some thought into them. Uh, I I'll meet girl if it's a well obviously it's a date so uh, it's a D two usually um, because if it's a same day uh, lay or something I guess that's different, right? So we're talking D twos. Um, yeah, I'll meet the girl at the station, which is where you usually meet them. And then I just either, if it's during the day, uh, I'll bounce them. Actually, there's a really cool uh, coffee shop, literally probably less than a minute walk from my house. Um, uh, a little cafe where uh, people bring their dogs and even cats sometimes. And so that's how I always tell girls, like I wanna show you this really cool place. And uh, that's where I usually bring girls, uh, at least during the day, mm -hmm. because he he closes his shop at 8 p.m. So, and uh, and then it's really great because unless girls hate animals, most Korean girls like the little puppies, you know, and it just it, it does so much of the work for me, mm -hmm. you know, really, and sort of elevating their mood, mm -hmm. and uh, and then we just have a coffee, and I spend an hour or two, maybe an hour and a half at the most there. Mm -hmm. And then I, I go for the home bounce. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, do, am I always successful? No. Uh, but anyways, that's it. If it's at night, mm -hmm. what I do is I 
I just tell them I admit, I admit here I bullshit a little bit. I'll say like, look, I've got a, I'm meeting a colleague for a dinner meeting or something. So let, let's meet up at 7:30 uh, at the station and uh, go have a drink somewhere. Um, it's I know it sounds like I'm cheap, but I just I, I you know I don't want to bother with it. I just want to like. Uh, I'll have something to eat at home and then I'm all ready, look, look in my best, go meet her. And, uh, and the area that I live in, there's a really like, yeah, it's about a 10 minute walk from my place, but uh, mm -hmm. it, it's a really nice, small, little, like really tiny place, a little pub. Mm -hmm. But the guy plays like, oh, just a lot of great old classic music. It's like Bob Marley. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, I remember hearing it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Cool, you, that's a cool little venue. You heard it in like, one yeah. of my dates. One of your yeah. recordings, yeah. It's yeah. a great place. It, it, the, the lighting is, is it's so comfortable. It's so, the seating is, it, you have to sit close to her. Like the, the whole vibe is really mm. good for a date. Mm. And then, you know, let's just go have a drink. If the girl doesn't drink alcohol, he, he has non-alcoholic beverages available. And uh, I'll just take a girl there and, and spend an hour to an hour and a half and then try to bounce her to my place. And that's my typical D2. Okay, I think we'll do one final question. And uh, you're a guy who, you know, you hook up with girls and it seems like the majority of them want to stick around you, meet you again, you know, date long term or at least even for some months, right? Short term as well. Um, how do you personally make girls feel so comfortable and cared after that they're more or less inspired to, you know, continue meeting up with you? Yeah, that's a very important question and um, uh, not, not the easiest to answer, but really, you know, it comes and I'm, you know, you've heard this said in movies or something before or whatever, or maybe even some pickup gurus have advised this or something but you have to like with my regs like you know they they always always should i say always well yeah they do they they sense you know that there's other women in my life they they do even though it's not sometimes it's explicitly brought up but a lot of times it isn't but they they kind of sense it but the thing is when i'm with any of my regs that girl is the center of my world during that time. And, you know, it's hard to lay out some specific strategies or something, because if you, if you do that, there's, there's the huge problem is you're not being sincere. If you have strategies, you're not authentic, you're not authentic. Mm -hmm. You have to genuinely care for the girl, you know, um, you've got to give her that like I'm not even consciously doing it, but you basically, you know, you, you're fun to be with, but you're not only just fun, like you've, you've got to show her genuine concern and caring. And, um, you, you, you know, there's times where, you know, you're serious with her. It's not all just fun because then she starts to feel insecure, you know, like she, the girls are extremely insecure and, uh, um, so they've constantly got to be reassured that you care about them. Um, I don't ever make, uh, promises that I'm going to marry them or be with them forever. Mm -hmm. And now having said that, regs, 
regs are going to end. They're always going to come to an end eventually, unless you. I mean, maybe the rare case, the rarest of cases, some woman might be okay with having some kind of special relationship with you, but she'd be a real, real outlier, right? Most girls are going to want you to commit to them, i.e., marry them or something. In some years down the line. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At some point. Mm-hmm. So that's why you know every every two to three years uh, with my long term reps kind of cycle through them mm-hmm. uh, because. Uh, because I, I I was already married and mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's even if I hadn't been uh, I just don't know if I ever would want to be mm-hmm. personally, but um, it's just not what I what I what I want and so when reg relationships end it's hard mm-hmm. it, it is hard and I know you've been through it before too of a long reg it, it's not easy it's it, it's hard thing mm-hmm. but. Um, you know, you, you, it's, it, it's a kind of lifestyle, but I like having relationships with women. It's my priority. As long as they're a lot younger than me, like at least 20 years and more is better. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, and to me, they're at least a seven or above, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not. Uh, and, you, what, and you mentioned the person, not like the attitude or what were you saying earlier? Right. You said you were looking for uh, yeah, well, their, their, um, their attitude or their their sort of attraction to you. Oh yeah, right. Their investment, I think. Yeah, yeah, like being invested, being, yeah, yeah, genuinely attracted to me, you know, uh, uh, yeah, like having, having a good, like just, you just said it so well, having a good attitude, being invested, right? Like, like contributing to the relationship Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you just gotta be, it's not easy. It's not easy over the longer you're with them, the harder it gets to manage sort of their expectations for the for the future the far farther future but um you know i just still i never make them any false promises and they i think they but when i'm with them i truly give them i truly do care about them and i don't know how helpful that is to someone listening but you just because they feel that the girls feel yeah that. the girls yeah. feel it like how yeah. how can i teach that to some other guy to do right. it's pretty hard right. but you have to be authentic you have to be sincere mm-hmm. and if you're not girls just pick up on that so easily mm-hmm. and if you and even if they suspect there's other women in your life if they feel genuinely loved by you mm-hmm. they'll stick around with you for a long time i want to thank Nim for coming on the podcast and sharing his experiences dating and approaching girls in his 50s and giving us a totally different perspective that a lot of us don't have but is not too far around the corner. So if you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, comment, and until next time.